Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today, we have Christian Evans on the show, who is a seven-figure entrepreneur, and we're going to get to hear a little bit about him, his journey, and his dreams and goals going forward. So, Christian, how you doing? Wonderful, man. Hey, Timothy, I really appreciate you uh, uh, allowing me to be on. I'm very excited, and this is going to be some uh, good stuff, bud. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm excited to have you on and we like to jump right in. So if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things I always enjoy, you know, obviously I, I enjoy business, uh, but also I enjoy really kind of, you know, self-improving on a consistent basis, you know, reading books, uh, consuming content, learning, uh, being around other people that are other entrepreneurs. Uh, one of the things that I was actually learning the other day is, you know, implementing a, a time in my schedule of just fun, creative things to do. So like, for example, right now I'm at a, at a marina and my dad and I are sailing. Uh, so we got our boat down here at South Carolina and uh, we're, we're just, we're just going out sailing on the on the sound and having some fun and and we're learning that uh and to, to be you know totally off off the reserve so you know you know that's kind of some things i really enjoy doing outside of business and you know being uh, able to enhance my creativity a little bit and have some fun with that so this is actually one of my dad's dreams and so we're actually living out the dream so i think this uh, this corresponds very well with your podcast so this is awesome yeah yeah no absolutely that's epic and that is the whole goal, either to get people to the point where they're living the dream or hear about people who are in the um, kind of action of living the dream. So kudos to you and thanks for coming on to share how you did it with us. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, definitely. So what I do is it's been a long journey. So obviously I, I struggle with pornography as well as, you know, um, um, you know, I was prosecuted for six felonies, did stupid stuff. I, we can t- dive into that if you want. Uh, but the thing is, is learning from those experiences, uh, you know, obviously developing disciplines. I'm a faith based kind of guy and I, um, you know, prayed and, and, and meditated on the word and I realized, OK, you know, there's something that I'm learning from this process. And so now that I'm in this situation, I've been able to take certain habits, disciplines and things and strategies uh, and learn from that to now build, you know, two, seven figure businesses. And it's actually been very, very fun, very exciting. It has been a long journey and crazy. What I basically do is I teach people how to build online businesses. Uh, so we do a done for you platform kind of thing. Uh, it's high ticket. Uh, you know, it's pretty pricey, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, a, it's a great investment because obviously, uh, you know, you're, you're making four or five, six um, X on, on your return. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's, that's kind of what I do. I help people say, hey, you know what, how do you leverage these systems in today's world, right? You can't rely on a job all the time. And how can you, you know, develop certain systems and processes and make money online? And what I realize is, um, you know, I, I basically come in there and do it for you. So you don't have to go out there and worry about, uh, you know, I look at it like this, you know, you could be a plumber, you could learn some stuff on YouTube and stuff like that uh, to fix your plumbing, but, uh, or you could hire a plumber to come in here and fix your plumbing and you can go watch golf, right? And which would you rather do? Well, I'd rather hire a plumber. And so that's what we do. I basically say I'm a, high, a glorified plumber and I come in, I basically fix something. I, I build a business for you. So obviously you're, you're self-sustaining. I take some of the profits, you take, you keep most of the profits uh, and that allows to have a, a win-win situation. So, um, and because of that, I've been able to, just like I said, being able to, uh, you know, take my dad on a nice sailboat and have some fun and be able to enjoy life a little bit and, uh, you know, take our life to the next level. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And now we're going to jump into a little bit about your motivation and please incorporate the struggle with pornography and convicted for six felonies and how that kind of ties into your story. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things is, is um, the motivation behind things is like, you know, having total freedom, right? We all want freedom. But what I find so interesting is in businesses, specifically in entrepreneurs, we, we go, 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 go. And we almost sacrifice our wife and our kids for, for this, this freedom, right? 
And the whole goal is to become free so we can spend more time with our wife and kids. And so it's this, it's this back and forth and it's this frustration, right? And your business starts eating yourself. And so what we want to do is really implement systems, automation, so that that works for you. And believe it or not, what I find so interesting in today's world is there's a lot of people that are okay with making an extra $75,000, $100,000. Like you don't need to make twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month, right? If you live below your means, have freedom of time. And I always tell people, I would rather make $300,000 a year, live below my means and have freedom of time, and then make $600,000, be a doctor at a hospital, be changed at that hospital, right? And that's just the way I think about it because it's like, you know what? I have that freedom now and I can do other things. And so one of the things I've learned in, in uh, from, you know, being addicted to pornography as well as, um, you know, those, those felonies uh, is, or being prosecuted for that, um, it was, it's all been expunged. But the whole point is, is learning disciplines, right? So specifically with like pornography, for example, right? Uh, it doesn't just happen. Right. You know intentionally what happens, but what happens is something that Tony Robbins talked about. It's like a CD that you just press play and it starts running. It's a habit that is so ingrained that, uh, you know, you just play it and you get into this, you know, there's certain temptations and stuff. So, so one of the things that I, I've learned tremendously is like, I have to be radical with my thinking. So for example, I do not watch any, like I could not watch Game of Thrones because of the sex content. And it's actually a trigger for me. So what that did was allowed me not to watch that. And I had to have the discipline to not even watch it. So what I always think, some people think it's weird, but I cannot watch any of that. I have to scroll through it or if or I don't ever watch it at all. And I look at it as, yeah, it may be radical, but that's just how my brain works. And I cannot even, it cannot even be in that. What, I, uh, what I've realized as well is like, you don't just all of a sudden have an affair with a woman, right? It all starts with being flirtatious at the coffee shop at work. Right. You know, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. And all of a sudden, that little bit goes a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you, you become, you know, you, you, you're in the bed with a woman and all of a sudden you're like, well, now I can't say no. Right. And so you don't want to say no when you're in that temptation. You want to be saying no and putting boundaries in. So that's what I've, I've realized. So coming back into the business structure, I've been able to put certain boundaries and systems in place so that I'm not in that situation. So, for example, it's something that I, I do all the time. I don't look at a woman and I just stare at her. Oh, yeah, because that's just, uh, that's not good for her and that's not good for me. So I have a three-second rule. This is something I learned from some other individuals. And I look at someone three, for three seconds and I move on. Even when I'm talking to a woman, uh, maybe it may be uh, in part of my business or a salesperson or something like that, I never say, uh, wow, you're looking beautiful tonight. No, I say, I, I talk about her characters. Hey, uh, you know, wow, you, you got a hard work ethic. You're ambitious. You're motivated. I love it. You're a dreamer. You know, so, so you're very cognizant on what you're saying as well uh it's not like oh that, that looks sexy on you hey you know and, and you tease that because what i realize is that you have to be very intentional with your words with the way you think with the what's going in your mind because all that is very very effective um and and so uh, again you have to be intentional but also have to be purposeful and uh, so that's part of my struggles and then also one of the things i've realized is um <clears throat> you know being prosecuted for several felonies right Obviously, I was able to expunge all that, but the thing is, is learning from that experience and saying, okay, well, what, what, what did I learn from it? Well, one of the things I learned was I, I misused uh, people's information in the wrong way, okay? Um, and um, they, they trusted, with, uh, trusted me with it, and then all of a sudden I used it uh, for my own purpose and my own benefit, and so obviously uh, there are certain things that happen legally. And so now what I do, so I'm not even in that situation, I, I go ahead and send them an invoice. So I'm not even getting their, 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 their credit card, their bank information, anything like that. I have no access to it. In fact, I have an executive assistant that deals with all that. So then she is the one that's responsible, high, integrous person. So I'm not even in that temptation situation. And so again, that's helped build incredible credibility, but also build systems and processes in place. So one of the biggest things that I always tell people throughout this whole process is you know, learning from it. Right. And then implementing certain things so then you you can alleviate or delegate responsibility so you can focus on the things that are, are more important. So I focus a lot of my time on podcast and marketing and, and things that I enjoy now instead of sitting there and going, oh, wow, uh, you know. Uh, things that are, that take up my time, but also that are temptations and stuff like that. So you just totally, you set up these boundaries and the more you, you're able to stop and say, okay, you know what, maybe what am I not good at, right? Maybe they may be working out like that simple, the simple task. Well, it's a very weird thing because sometimes you have to, you know, go to sleep and say, okay, I'm going to intentionally, and you visualize it, I'm going to intentionally wake up and I'm going to go work out. Like we, we've all heard that, but it's about doing it. Right? It's about taking something into action, making it a consistent habit. And then what happens, and this is what's so fun, is that habit becomes so consistent 
then you don't even have to think about it. Now all of a sudden you wake up and you work out without even having to be a struggle internally and say, should I work out today? I'm kind of tired. It's kind of cold outside, all this stuff, right? It's this fight back and forth. And so what you have to do on a consistent basis, you just go, boom, no, I'm not doing this. So also one of the things is I learned about my, my personality is at the beginning in the morning, I, the, the temptation tends to be higher. That's okay because now what happens is I don't even have my phone for the first 30, 45 minutes. Why? Because I know that's a, a temptation. I don't even, because see the thing it was, is I knew the phone was a temptation. So instead of having the phone and saying, you know what, I have enough willpower to say no, no, I don't, I eliminate that whole thing totally. So I don't, I don't even have to even include my willpower. Does that make sense? So now all of a sudden that choice is off the table and you've eliminated it totally. And so that's what I think sometimes people need to do definitely even in business is you need to eliminate certain choices. It's, um, it's called decision fatigue. Right. We, we make so many decisions all the time. What should we wear? What should we do? What should we eat? What should we do? You know, where, where should we go? And, and the thing is, is your brain fatigues. So simplify your, your process as much as possible. So, again, it's like, you know, let, let's say, for example, you're going on a car, a car, car, um, car travel. Right. Well, guess what? There are certain things you need to do before you, you go, you know, to Florida. Right. Uh, and, and go to Disney World. And the reason why is, well, you got to make sure you have, um, you know, have have. Um, Roadside assistance. You need to make sure you have your oil changed. You need to make sure all your tires are good. You need to make sure you have a, a tire, you know, a, 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 a tire, you know, exchange or whatever, right? Because the reason why is because guess what? You don't want to be down there in the middle of the road on I-70 and realize, oh crap, I don't have any of this stuff. I'm not prepared, right? And that's what happens with a lot of us, even in business. Today's world, cash flow, that's the biggest thing right now. So people, businesses, if you are running your business and you are hoping for sales to pay off your, your debts, then that's not a business, guys. That is not a business at all. If you're sitting there going, oh, man, this week I have $4,000 that's due, and, and I have to pay my salespeople and pay my other people and all this stuff, and I need basically $7,000 to keep the ad spending, then right there that shows to you, hey, that's not a business. You need to have profits first kind of business, which basically means when you bring in an income right at the beginning, you need to put a portion of that off for profits. Boom. And that's for a rainy day. You need to have 10, 15, 20, 70, 100, $200,000 just sitting there. Check this out. And what I find so interesting in business is you think once I get a million dollars, then I will give 10 million, you know, then I'll give $10,000. But you have to understand that as a business owner and, and as a person in general, you, it, it starts with the $100 war. And what I mean by this is if you take $100 and spend all $100, well, guess what? You lost that. You lost that war. So if, if you can't even win the war of a hundred bucks, like you have to take a hundred bucks, take $20, put it into emergency. Boom. That's it. I'm not even using that $20 over here. $10 pays me. Wonderful. The rest, I can do some, something with it, right? Go out and have some fun, enjoy life. Right. And the thing is, is some people think that's weird, but I'll tell you this. If you want to make a million dollars, if you want to make $10 million, you would never will if you can't achieve the hundred dollar war period. Like, you, you just won't. You won't ever graduate to the $1,000. Okay, wonderful. Now you graduated to $10,000. Now you graduated because it's the same game, but just different numbers. So if it's the same thing. Hey, if I have a million bucks and I take 20%, okay, that's 200,000, right? It's the same concept. It's the same number structure. It's just larger numbers. So if, if you cannot overcome the $100 war and you lose that day in and day out, day in and day out. And the reason why I bring it down to that something simple is because see, we all, we all, and I'm telling you because this is how my brain works. We all want to be okay. I'm going to have a hundred thousand dollars. Then I will donate. Then I will pay off that debt. Then I will. No, guys, just just stick with a hundred bucks, and then graduate from there. Give me a thousand bucks. Okay, wonderful. Then I'm graduate from there, and you have that consistency. See, and and you start realizing. Okay, now all of a sudden, now I have a billion dollars. Okay, wonderful. Twenty percent of that. That's two hundred million bucks. Wonderful. Now now it's the same structure right just different numbers and so um and, and so you think about like bill gates and microsoft they have about 12 months of business expense just sitting there cash just sitting there so that's a billion dollar several billion dollar business and they got billions upon billions of dollars sitting there and we don't even have several hundred thousand dollars right so again my point is it's it's discipline and implemented uh one of my strategies from from my just knowing myself is if i have money sitting there like, and I just want people to understand this because this is what I struggle with. Like, if I have $10,000 on a credit limit, guess what? 
on my credit card, boom, I'm going to spend $9,999. Why? Because guess, that's just how my brain works. So what do I do is I make sure I put it in systems so that I'm not spending all that. I'm not using all that. I don't see all that, right? So I have now everybody's different, but sometimes you just have to start small. So I have executive assistants that, that hold my money so I can't use all of it. They only give you a, give me a certain amount. And it's not that I, I, I need that. It's just that, um, well, I, I, I'm, I put in systems and implementations and habits and automate that so that I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think intentionally in the willpower of, oh, I have $100,000 sitting there. Man, I want to use $100,000 to buy a new boat, right? No, I shouldn't be doing that because guess what? I have $100,000. I need to have that same discipline, 20%, 10%, 30%, whatever, right? So hopefully that answered that and, and explained how I was able to leverage some of those 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 consistencies because that's the biggest thing is it helped me understand my habits my situation it really allowed me to reflect intern internally and so okay in order to overcome addiction right yeah you have to put in systems and habits and again prayer and, and meditation and god's power and stuff like that 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 tremendously helped but just on the on the uh, you know external things the things that i could control that's what i was able to implement and that that flooded over into my business structure as well yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so tell us a little bit about um, kind of how you start putting in those systems and how you keep yourself from the self-sabotage piece of like, oh, so the system's been up for two weeks. I've been doing good, but now I'm just going to throw it out the window because I kind of want to go back to how I was. Yeah, that's a very good question. I really appreciate that because, you know, um, automation is the biggest thing, right? So leveraging systems that work. So like, for example, we have a bank account that comes in here. So I don't even have to do it and nor does one of my people have to do it. Uh, so number one is automation. Okay. So you come over here, have the money come in flooded in the bank automatically um, they have three buckets in the, in the bank account. Wonderful. Boom, 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 boom. It automates it. So you got $10,000 coming in. Boom. It automates it accordingly, which is beautiful. Uh, and, and so that's just part of the bank structure. And that allows me to automate it and have that decision made for me. It's the same thing. What I always look at is like automating your, your, your bills. Okay. You don't want to be late. So guess what? You just automate it. Boom. Now you don't have to worry about it. You just have to make sure you have enough money in the bank account, right? Like that's just automation. Same thing with, um, you know, building those systems and processes in place, making sure, okay, hey, you know what? And then also have an accountability coach. Um, you know, that's that's what I've, I've realized. Uh, now I'm pretty motivated, ambitious and have big dreams and goals anyways, but you work your, yourself backwards. One of the things I've realized is, you know, things that I take for grain, uh, take, uh, take like footstop, if you will, is, the saying, the quote, I don't know who came up with it, but you will, you will always overestimate what you can do in one year, but underestimate what you can do in 10 years. And why that's so important is because let's be honest, January 1st comes around, we have six pack goals. We want to do this. March, all of a sudden, nothing happens, right? It, it, if, if you're able to, first of all, come to this understanding that you're not going to be wealthy tomorrow. If you can get that one understanding, everything becomes so much easier. And the reason why is because, yes, you all want to get out of your job now. You all want to get out of job yesterday, right? You all want to have $100,000 now, right? I get how people work. But if you're able to work your way backwards and say, okay, well, I know that I'm not going to get a six-pack tomorrow. I've been eating for 10 years. There are certain habits. There are certain things that I've been doing that I need to change. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. Just focus on one thing. So let's say, for example, uh, you know, you, you got to work out. Okay, wonderful. I go to the gym, but then also what else do I do? I, I deduct potato chips from all my house. I don't have any potato chips, right? Wonderful. It's, it's not a cold turkey. Sometimes people think cold turkey is the best. Some people work that way. That's fantastic. But the majority of people that I've mentored and educated and stuff like that, what I've realized is focusing on one thing simplifies the process in my head and people's heads, and then it allows people to focus on that one thing. Like that, that's controllable, right? It's, some, it's something you can control. If you focus on a hundred things, you're just going to get over, you know, again, decision fatigue. You're going to get exhausted. You're going to get bumped out. You're going to get, you know, dis disappointed. And then you're going to fall back into your ways, which is worse, right? But people are comfortable with where they're at. It doesn't make sense. And so that's what I've realized is saying, okay, you know what? Focus on that one thing. So that's why I tell people it's like the hundred dollar war. Well, $100 because most, most of us have had $100 at some point in our life, but a lot of people have never had 900000 right? So the thing is, is, hey, focus on that $100 and then be disciplined with that $100 because then all of a sudden, boom, you got your win in today. You got your win. You're like, okay, I did it. Wonderful. 
And, and so that's one of the things I, I looked at, like, you know, struggling with you know, pornography. I didn't look at how long have I been sobriety, sobriety because actually that, that was almost more stressful, right? Because it's like, oh my gosh, I've been, you know, sobriety for nine months and, oh man, this is a lot of stress because if I, if I do something wrong one more time, boom, all that nine months is, is gone, right? But then I realized that if I just focus on today, if I focus on this moment, if I focus on right now, then that's what I can't control. I can't focus on the future. I can't focus on the past because then that actually alleviated some pain. I said, okay, you know what? One of the things I, I always love when, when one guy said, he said, if you miss one day of working out, if you miss one day of spending a hundred bucks or whatever it may be, that's okay. Just don't miss two. And that's really what it comes down to, right? And saying, hey, you know, if you miss one, whatever that may be, if, you, if you're reading, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're going to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do 30 minutes of self-improvement uh, every single day, whatever it may be, hey, that's okay if you miss one. Like, have some flexible rules. It's okay if you eat potato chips. It's okay. Just don't do it twice. Does that, does that make sense? And then restructure it, redo it again, and then get back up on the horse. So that's really what I would say to, uh, to, to everybody that I work with. Just focusing on one thing, working your way backwards and saying, okay, for, you know, number one is like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be wealthy. You're not going to be six-pack tomorrow. Acknowledge it. Embrace it. Understand it. Wonderful. Once you get that, boom. Now all of a sudden, okay, um, my 10-year goal, five-year goal, okay, I want to have $100,000 in assets. I want to have $400,000 in assets. I want to have, and I always say money because it's, it's more relevant. Sometimes it's, it's easier to calculate, but obviously same thing with, with uh, working out or anything like that, right? In fact, it's actually very interesting. You look at um, uh, The Rock, for example. If you look at some of his new, uh, most recent movies, he's huge. He's massive. He's big. But if you actually look at his older movies, He's this really skinny guy still, you know, he's big, but he's, he's still relatively skinny. And so it's really interesting because if you notice, just watch his transfiguration uh, of how he's doing things. It gives you a hope because it's not like he was built massive and big like that. He worked on it. And we understand that, but we all want the rules to be different for us. We want to be six pack now. But if you, first of all, embrace the reality and the truth that it's not going to happen overnight, you're not going to be a billionaire tomorrow. It doesn't mean that you're never going to be a millionaire. It just means that you're not going to be a millionaire tomorrow. And so you implement systems and processes. And, and like I said, focusing on those few strat strategic things every single uh, day and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to control it today. I don't, I, if, if I lost the war yesterday, that's okay. I'm going to control it today and I'm going to control it tomorrow and so forth and so on. Does that make sense? It does. Makes a lot of sense. Right Appreciate on. that. Well, awesome, man. Now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us a little bit about your vision for your life and your companies going forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I always enjoy this because, first of all, I think really, really big. Um, and one of the things is, you know, Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, it doesn't matter. But one of the things I always enjoy what he said is like, if you're going to think, you might as well think big. Right. And, and, I, and I just took that with with full, full, full veracity because I thought, well, shoot, you might as well. Right. Uh, and so he said, you know what, I could. I could sit there and do multifamilies or real estate or something like that at, at a low level, or I could just think, hey, you know what, I'm going to buy this big, big building and rock and roll, right? It's the same game, but at different levels. And in fact, one of the things that I really, really want to um, kind of footstop a little bit, if you go to Zillow, and this is a really good example, if you go to Zillow and you look at all the houses, if you look at the mid-size range houses, they're the, they're the ones that are right now, they're on, under contract, they're pending, they're stuff, like people are buying those all the time. But if you scroll up all the way to the really, really high net worth ones, four, five, six, seven, ten million dollar, and that may be, um, you know, personal real estate, that may be actually just larger commercial real estate, whatever it is. If you look at that stuff, there's not a lot of pending contracts. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because when you get above the crowd, it actually becomes less competitive. It becomes because there's just not as many people up there. And so it becomes better opportunities. So one of the things I always tell people, I, I've, got, I've got a sales guy and he's just, he, he makes a lot of money with us and stuff like that. But I'm telling him, hey, you need to live below your means, bud. You're making $30,000, but you're spending $30,000 a month, right? So you're making $30,000 a month, but you're spending $30,000 a month. You need to figure out a situ situation where you don't need to be living that life anymore. You, you, you're not impressing anybody. It's okay. Bring it down. You, would you rather have four hundred thousand dollars in in your in your checking account and in your assets and things you know paying you on a consistent basis, and li or or live in a big mansion? It's okay, right? You you can bring that down. It's all right. Nobody's gonna judge you, right? It's okay, you know. And, and the thing is, is now I also think that you can have both, if you're smart with it. Now, one of the things I look at 
in life is making sure that you have assets. So anybody, and let me think, people look at linear as, okay, hey, I sell something, I sell a t-shirt and I make money. Wonderful. Okay. So cool. But then you got to make sure, how do I create a passive income? Passive income is where it becomes revolutionary. It becomes exponential actually, because yes, you buy one house and it's only $250. That's $250. You never have to work for it ever again. It just keeps coming in. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And then you add another house and you add another house, and you add another house, and you add another house or whatever it may be. Boom. All of a sudden, and then that's 250 net cash, uh, cash outside of taxes and property and everything like that. So, um, Anyway, so coming back down to it, I look at building those, those assets. So right now, to answer your question, I look at right now, we, are, we, are, we want to be pushing uh, scaling roughly to 50 to $100 million in revenue. Uh, and also what I want to do is I want to build uh, about 1,000 uh, single-family units um, just because they're low cost, low low expense, and uh, low, um, low upkeep because you have a lot of times. About 1,000 uh, family units of, of real estate and have roughly about forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 in passive income coming in on a consistent basis. I'm 28 years old. Am I going to do that tomorrow? No, of course not. But am I going to put certain systems implementations in? Yes, 100%. Also, one of the things I really want to share with your audience more than anything else. So a really cool story that happened several, several years ago. Uh, we had almost $60,000 held up. Now, a lot of that some some people may say that was a lot of money. Some people say that wasn't that much money. Regardless, at our at that time in our business, it was a lot of money to us. We needed that money to keep the ads going. We needed that money to be able to spend uh, and, and pay people off because at that point in my business structure, uh, we were spending a lot of money, but we needed to bring in some of that revenue on a consistent basis. So when 60000 was all of a sudden held up by the banks, it was like, well, we need that to keep everything going, right? So because I was maxed out with credit card and loans and everything like that, right? And this, this was several, several years ago, and it was frustrating to me. And so one of the things I learned from that very simply is of course, having the rainy day fun. So making sure you're never in that situation again, but also one of the things that I learned is you need to have other uh, income streams on a consistent basis. You need to have referrals. You need to have uh, income that are coming in from different ways. And so that's why we're very strategic right now and taking some of this, or, uh, excuse me, developing skills, that you've acquired, and this is something that I love about America, is that um, you could have the government take your money. You can have the government take your, take your resources, right? You can have your government take all your property. But if you've acquired certain skills that are intangibles, nobody can take those away from you, right? So marketing, for example, understanding how to sell people, understand how to you know, have a conversation, how to build an offer, how to integrate this techie stuff, leveraging YouTube and, and Google ads and, and Facebook. Um, you know, those are intangibles that nobody will ever take away from you. And what's beautiful is, and that's one of the reasons why you see, see, this is what's so remarkable. One of the reasons why you see some of these people that are doing 30 day challenges, right? Where, where they're out in the boondocks and they have to go and get a real estate deal and they have no money, no credit, no, no application, no, you know, no nothing. And in 30 days, they have to find a, a first deal. Why do they, why can't they do that? Well, because they've acquired skills and intangibles, right? That even if you take all my money away, I can still build it back up again. That's one of the reasons why you see when people make a million bucks, a million dollars is cool. But you've acquired skills and, and, and abilities that if you lose that a million bucks, you're going to make that a million dollars again. And in fact, more right? because you know exactly how to do it. OK, um, and so I, I really want people to, you know, be, you know, be, uh, emphasize some of the goals and dreams and ambitions. You know, yes, I think that big. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. But also it's like, hey, you know what? How do we develop certain skills? Right. So sailing, for example, um, that's, that's a skill that I've acquired. So then guess what? I, I can go in. And do this, and now it becomes fun, right? And it becomes enjoyable, and um, I enjoy life with it. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And I love that developing those core skills and being able to build off of it. Because, you know, a lot of people will often talk about if you put everybody at $0, a lot of people would end up right back where they are within a, a year, five years, 10 years, or whatever, because they have the habits of the person that they are right now type of thing. And so- yep. I just, yeah. I think that's a very true statement. And the next question I want to ask you is, what is the thing that caused you to take the first step towards kicking the pornography addiction 
getting rid of the felonies and building these businesses to the level that they are and just the massive big thinking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, I, I guess I've always thought kind of big. I, I've always wanted to. I, I w- always wanted to achieve things, big things, you know, produce stuff at a very, very high level. And one of the things is I always work work my work my way backwards. So I think big, but then I don't do, you know, stupid things, right? Um, so obviously I did stupid things and I realized, okay, you know what, I need to, I need to, because this is what I realized. Very, and, I, and I took, some people may think this weird, but in, in my head, I say Christian. You've seen a lot of people. That's why I have my podcast to talk about significance, wisdom, and, and actually leaving a legacy because I see a lot of people that become very successful. They have all the money, right? They have all gained all the, the, the wealth in the world, but then they lose their soul. What I mean by that, they don't have a relationship with their kids. They don't have their relationship with their, 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 their spouse. They don't have a relationship with their family, right? And so they lose that. And so at the end of the day, yes, you've gained a lot of power and resources and wealth, but You've also lost. Now, I believe that you can have both. I believe you can have resources and wealth and also have a really, really great family. But one of the things I've learned more than anything else is I had to, to curtail and be intentional with, with those, those, those pitfalls because I knew, hey, nobody when, – when you're just a, a little peon – and nobody really cares about you, you can do those things because nobody, you're not, nobody's relying on you, right? But then when all of a sudden you have a lot of people relying on you and all of a sudden you do something stupid, you're not only affecting you anymore, you're affecting everybody else that you just touched. And you could do that in a positive way or you could do that in a negative way. And so my decision is saying, okay, you know what? It's, it's the same concept that, hey, um, Nelson Mandela, you know, there's there's a person that came up and said, "Hey, Nelsa, can you can you tell tell my my kid not to eat sugar?" And he says, "Come back to me in three days." And he and then he and the, the the little kid came back and can you tell my my kid not to eat sugar? And he says, "Don't eat sugar." And she says, "Well, why did why did I have to come back in three days?" And he says, "Because at that time I was eating sugar." And it was the same concept. See, I can't tell you not to look at pornography and how devastating that is to to your family, to your wife, to everybody around you, if I'm doing it. Does that make sense? It, it just it, it carries no credibility at all. It's the same thing if I'm coming over here and, and, and stealing people's stuff. Well, then I can't tell you, hey, live integrous life, right? It, it carries no weight and holisticness. And so that's one of the reasons why I, I said, okay, Christian, I could go out there and build all this, but it's going to be in vain because all of a sudden I, I do something stupid, do something, and it just everything floods and folds. And so that's one of the reasons why you, you know, intentionally, you have to internally look inside you and say, okay, you know what? What do I need to fix? You know, either my character, whether it may be my leadership. Now, some people may not have that struggle. I know some men, they just don't have struggle with pornography. And that's cool. That's awesome. I give you a lot of props. But some of you may have struggles with other things, right? Maybe it's social media, right? We, we're addicted to that, right? Whatever it is. So building systems and processes in place, you know, maybe you're addicted to, you know, gambling, maybe you're addicted to, you know, alcohol, maybe you're addicted to whatever it may be. Uh, but but there's, there's tends to be pitfalls and you have to sit there and say, okay, you know what, what are my pitfalls? Okay. And if you don't think you, you, you do, well, ask your wife, ask your spouse. I guarantee you they, they'll say something, right? <laughs> and uh, so that's one of the things I, I always tell people is like, you, you got to have those, those real conversations with yourself. And, and um, it's, an, it's a consistent journey all the time. Uh, but then also what's, what's allowed me to think big is, um, you know, I, I just, I, I think life is so short. And I, and I know people say that, and I don't want to be, you know, the same same person, whatever, you know, like everybody else says this, but you, when you really grab a hold of it, you start realizing, okay, you look at Elon Musk, for example, look at what he's been able to build. And he's only really 50 years old. You know, that's, that's incredible. Like that's, that's amazing. Right now he's working all the time, right? He's lost his wife. He's lost, you know, he's got, he's got his kids and stuff, but uh, again, he's working his butt off, but he's intentional with his time when he, when he spends his time with his kids. So there's, there's no, there's no you know, problem with that. But also, how much time are we wasting? And this is the thing I always tell people. If you are having you know, conversations with your wife about what's cool on Netflix, and oh my gosh, you know, did you see Peter in that one thing? And that was amazing. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Like, if, you're, if you're talking about fictional characters in, between your relationship with your spouse and your kids, there's something wrong with that, okay? You have to be intentional. See, what's so beautiful is I, I've, got, I've got, you know, um, some of my family, and they, they work at Applebee's, and that's cool. And then I got another friend of mine that his kids are building six-figure e-commerce stores. 
same age, but just different structure, different intentionality. And that's one of the things that it's like, okay, guys, you will overestimate what you can do in one year, right? It comes back down to this. You can underestimate what you do in 10 years. Yes, you're not going to be a bajillionaire tomorrow. Yes, you're stuck in that pitfall. You're, you're stuck in that situation. But it doesn't mean that you're not able to get out of it. And now that you're able to, now that you know you're able to get out of it, you have the ambition, develop certain skills, skills, marketing skills, acquiring that. Don't be lazy, guys. I see so many people that just want to sit back and just be lazy. And that's why you'll never be successful, period, right? And, um, you know, so many of us, if you can't overcome that $100 war, then you just you just don't have it in you guys if you want to spend 100 bucks go ahead have some fun money have, i mean have some fun but don't cry to me when you're 70 80 years old and you just you got to go to work at walmart because you didn't make the proper decisions right it's it's not that complicated guys it's not that it's not some sort of science behind it it's not some sort of oh it's luckiness no it's it's just a simple formula and you got to be disciplined with it. You got to make intentional decisions, right? You don't you don't just wake up all of a sudden and your kids are, are little buttholes and you, you hate spending time with them. Well, that was because you didn't raise them right, right? It's 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 they're selfish, they're they're arrogant, whatever it may be. Well, you didn't raise them to be humble and to build a character and stuff. You know, it's it's and so that's one of the things I always tell people. It's like you guys, you have to take ownership of that, right? And it, and I know you, you hear a lot of this stuff, but it's like you have to take extreme ownership of your life. And and uh, and thinking big is is part of it. Some people are okay with making a hundred thousand bucks. Cool, fantastic. Enjoy your life. That's awesome. Me, not just about making a lot of money, but it's about taking those resources and then be able to impact other things that I am passionate about. So that's that's really what it really what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. If there was one type of person that you could meet right now that would help you take the next step towards, you know, scaling your business, building those single family units and getting that passive income, who would that person be and how would they do it? Well, since we're not at uh, $50 million a year or $100 million a year, I would love to meet someone I've been consuming a lot of his content recently is, uh, and I never really got to meet him yet, but Alex Hormozy. Uh, he actually just came out with a book, hundred million dollar offer. Have not gotten it yet. I, I need to need to get that. Uh, I just a friend of mine just told me about it just the other day, and so I've been consuming a lot of his interviews and stuff. And so, you know, the way he talks and the way he presents himself, it just makes sense. One of the things I've learned over the course of many many years is focus. Right, many entrepreneurs, and this is what I I know just from my personality as well. I realize that you know Bill Gates. He talks a lot about this as well. It's about focus. So most entrepreneurs, they go in here and they, they focus on six different things, right? What do you do? Oh, I got my DJ business. I got my, you know, uh, sales funnel business. I got my, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, singing business. I got this other business. I got this other business. I'm doing crypto. So there's, all. and then what you have to understand is that you may be good at all of them, but you're not going to be great and you will definitely not be exceptional, right? And so you have to get rid of, and this is where it's tough. You have to get rid of everything else and focus on that one. And what's so beautiful, and this is something I learned from actually, um, uh, gosh, what's his, what's his name? The guy that created, Darren Hardy. He talks about this. He, he asked um, Donald Trump and he asked um, uh, um, Dr. Oz, how, how does he have all these uh, you know, surgeries every year? Plus he's on all these magazines. Plus he's doing all these interviews. How do you do it all? He says, well, you have to understand, I come in and I don't even open up the body. The body's open. It's already prepped. It's already prepared. All I do is one or two cuts. And that's all I do. I walk in and I do one, two, and I'm an expert at those cuts. Expert. Exceptional. Out of all the world, exceptional. Now, why is that important? Because, see, what you have to realize is there are certain things you are not good at. That's okay. Most of us say, oh, I want to I develop those strengths. Well, maybe that's not your strength. Focus on the things that are really do the best. So some people, at the beginning, you have to, um, and this is something that I, I've learned, you have to stay focused on a few things. So I could go out there. The reason why I'm getting into real estate is because it doesn't take too much of my time and energy. That's okay. It doesn't take a lot of my effort and all that. In fact, I actually have to be 
I have to say no to a lot of strategic partners. See, I have skills that I could help people and I could, I could acquire, I could build out their sales funnel and, and start making an extra little bit of money off to the side. But guess what? That's going to relieve a lot of my focus from my main goal. Okay. And what is my main goal? Well, what I do is I come into my business. I am an expert at teaching people how to build a business, period. Right. Someone else takes their sales phone calls. My ads are running. People are scheduling phone calls. I don't do any of that. That's all automated. I don't even do the onboarding. I do the onboarding part two, which is I come in here, have a conversation, talk to them. And I don't even do the back end uh, you know, development of the actual website and everything like that and the sales funnels. All my team does that. Now, I'm in a different situation, but I realized that that was my ultimate goal, and I've got to delegate other responsibility. It didn't happen overnight, right? And there's a lot of how to find the right salesperson. That took me three or four times. How to find the right people, understanding sales funnels and marketing. But then once you develop, you know, uh, SOPs, then all of a sudden you have these systems and processes in place, and you can delegate that responsibility. And now what do I do? Well, I come in here. The body's already open, and I just do my one and two cuts, okay? And then what happens, and this is where it gets really fun. If you want to go from zero to seven figures, it's all over the place. You have to develop systems and processes. But if you want to go from seven figures to eight figures and nine figures, now all it is is just implementing that same system over. And it gets boring, honestly, but it's coming in here, doing those one and two cuts. Go to the next surgery, one and two cuts. Next surgery, one and two cuts. Next surgery, one and two cuts. Like the same thing over and over and over and over again and that's how you scale from seven to eight to nine figures and beyond honestly um so that's what i would tell people is just that, that focus that energized focus uh and man there's just so much that so many people are just so diluted and not focused and that's the reason why you're just you're stagnant and you're not getting anywhere if you're more focused and then this one I'm, I'm telling people it's like if you know all the gray's anatomy characters on that show and and you know game of thrones and you don't even know the five principles in, you know, in a book, you know, in, in like Ray Dalio's book. There's nothing I can do for you guys. You know, you're, you're, you're spending all your time and energy, your focus on the wrong stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Focus is essential. Um, I guess what tips would you have for people, you know, where they're focused I think Grant Cardone talks about in his book, he's like, you're always taking massive action in one direction or another, and you just have to kind of redirect that massive action. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, I just don't like reading. I just don't like listening to podcasts, but I want to be better. Like, what do you, what do you say to that person? Well, one of the things I always tell people is like, you know, um, your, your feelings are getting in the way of your success. Okay. And what do I mean by this is like, guys, do you think, like Bill Gates, when he was building his business, do you think he liked the government coming after him and his monopoly and all that stuff? No, he didn't like that. But what was he passionate about? He was passionate about the results of what he did create. Does that make sense? And so you may not be passionate about you know, working out and, and, and going in there and the gym and waking up and, oh, I got to do this again. But you know what? What are you passionate about? Man, you take your shirt off at the beach and man, you look hot. You look sexy. And all those men and women, they're looking at you like, dang, man, that's awesome, man. I wish I got that. And you know what it took, right? And so it's just, it's just doing it regardless of how you feel. Like, do you think I, I love waking up and, 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 and going at it again and dealing with the problems, dealing with it? No, no, of course not. But you know what? I like the result of it. I like the, the freedom to be able to do this. I love to, you know, talking to people like yourself and sharing the you know, expertise. And so your feelings are getting in the way. So it's, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be not fun. But if you can automate it as much as you can, see, you know, like, again, do you think it's fun not being able to spend all of $100? Yeah, it sucks. I want to spend all 100 bucks. But you know what I do is I know that I know it's the right choice. I know that I need to, because then that, that, that graduates me to the $1,000. And then that 1000 bucks when I do that, wonderful, graduates me to the 10000 Okay, wonderful. Now we're, now we're moving somewhere. Now the 10000 goes to a million. Now a million goes into $100 million, right? And so it's the whole concept. It's like, yes, it's, it's, it's focused, but also it's, it's like, hey, you know what? Your, your emotions, if you feel like you, know, you wake up and there's this fight, and I know this because I think we still do this, right? Oh, I don't really want to work out today. Oh man, I'm so comfortable right now. It feels so nice. Your emotions are getting in the way. 
And you just have to do it regardless of what you feel like, right? You're not going to always feel like it. And I think this is where it becomes so misconceptional because we always want to be, you got to be passionate about what you do. You got to be happy about what you do. And cool, that's some of it. But guess what? Some days you're not going to be happy about it. Some days you're not going to be passionate about it, right? You have, you know, again, like I said, a few years ago, all my money held up. Think I was passionate about that? No, it was my money. Give it to me, right? But you know what? There's not a dang thing I could do. And my emotions, it didn't help um, regardless. So guess what? I had to find a solution, right? So that's that's what it comes down to. I, I would say highly, that that is the biggest thing. People just, their emotions get in the way. It becomes more comfortable to just go and watch, you know, Game of Thrones, go to work, come home, Game of Thrones, do that Monday through Friday on the weekends. Okay, yay, party, have some fun, you know, and, and, and then just do it over and over and over again. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Uh, what is the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you get closer and closer to your dreams and goals? I would say <clears throat> one of the biggest things that has helped me tremendously is uh, visualization. Um, after listening to Joe Dispenza a little bit more, the power of visualization. And see, what, what I find very interesting is, yes, you want to kind of ignore your emotions, but also if you leverage emotions properly, it's actually very remarkable. So one of the biggest things is, is, okay, hey, you have to visualize that future, that future. Like, for example, I wake up and I go run and I listen to Transformers background music. And I know that sounds so stupid, but I love it because it's so empowering. It's so heroic. It's so, you know, just it's, it's a lot of energy. And what I do is every, every day when I'm running, I, I break the old Christian Evans and I have the new Christian David Evans, right? And, and I have to do that almost intentionally. And it's weird and it's, it's maybe radical or whatever, but I have to do that because that old Christian Evans is weak, is, is addicted pornography, is, is, you know, is, is character flawed, right? This new Christian David Evans that I'm building every single day is he's driven, he's ambitious, he's motivated, he's a God-fearing man, he's, he's, he's a godly man, he's loving of people, he's, that's who I am, right? And I'm a builder of people, I'm a builder of, of, of businesses, and that's, that's what I do, that's who I am. And all of a sudden, guess what? That's who I become. And you have to visualize that, right? If you go in through life, and, and, and it's, it's that old, old you know, concept, but it's just so relevant. If you have no point of reference of where you're going, you ain't going anywhere, guys. You have to have, and that comes to dreams, right? Putting goals down, dreams, but also visualizing. So meditation is number one for me. And then also one of the things is you have to do radical changes, right? So um, things that, that jolt your body. So for example, you know, um, now I never had a, a problem with my weight or anything, but I always like to talk about this because I think it's very relevant. One of my friends, he wanted to become radical. And I told him he needed a radical change. He needed to do something radical because he needed to jolt your body. You need to jolt something that says, hey, I'm going this way. This is what I'm doing. So if you're in a situation where, okay, you know what, you're financially struggling, whatever it is, maybe what you need to do is, okay, you know what, I'm going to radically change. I'm going to get a, a sales job, right? Because sales, you can make a lot of money very quickly, okay? So you get out of debt, whatever it may be, okay? So you're going to radically change into that section. Section. Maybe you, you, you're like my friend where he radically changed. That day, he took all the potato chips, all of that stuff, all that garbage out of his house, threw it away, made that huge moment, and then put it in the trash, and it's, it's gone, right? So it's a radical change. Now, all of a sudden, it's not in the house anymore. Now, when he's bored, he can't just eat potato chips, right? So it's a radical change. And so that's what I tell people is you have to have a radical change of some sort. Right? You have to figure out, okay, what, what would be radical? Where, what would be such massive action that's like I'm telling my body and my, my ability and just getting out and doing something? Um, and then three is, is taking action. Um, I know people say massive action, take action. But also what I always like to talk about is you almost get, if you take massive action, you feel good. You feel like, okay, like if you haven't worked out for a while and you go to work out, man, I felt good. And this is awesome. Wonderful. And then what happens is your, 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 your body um, um, or, or your brain or whatever it may be in that situation, it maxes out. And so then you, you miss a day and you miss two days because it's like, oh, my body hurts. And then, you know, you miss three days or whatever. My point is, is just take, take, take some sort of action. It doesn't need to be massive. Right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because majority of people that I work with, I just know that that's how they structure their life. I know that if they take massive action on a consistent basis, you get overworked and it's just too much for you. 
Okay, whether it's reading, whether it's doing something, whatever, and it, you'll, you'll max out. And it, it, I, I've noticed it's about two weeks for most people. They max out, they do something consistent for two weeks, and then they fall off for whatever reason. So what I tell people is, hey, go to work out for 30 minutes a day. Go, go take $100 and take 20% away. Don't do all of it at the same time. Just put 20%. Okay, wonderful. Profits first, right? So those are the three things that I, I would suggest doing right away, doing something. Uh, is is visualizing, figuring out who's the Christian David Evans I want to become? Who's the Timothy Douglas that I want to become? Who is that person that I want to become? Develop that and, and visualize that. And and really, you know, whether it's transformation, uh, uh, transformers background, uh, you know, uh, uh, music or or some other stuff or meditation music or something, but you have to visualize that future because if you have no idea where you're going, then you, you ain't got nothing, okay? Um, so that's what I would say. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Pick one. Okay. Um, let me see, because I, I like each one is different. So let me think here. Um, I would say one of the books that I'm reading right now is um, rereading is Profits First. And I, I think this is very important for a lot of businesses. Uh, definitely in today's world, because what happens, and, and this is what what fatigued a lot of people and really had a massive like um, massive slap in a lot of businesses, is you guys were so reliant on consistent income that then all of a sudden when you didn't have consistent income coming in, everything just fell through, and you started realizing, oh gosh, we don't have enough money to to withstand six twelve months of expenses, right? So one of the books I would recommend reading for any business owner or any anybody. Now, even if it's implementing in your own personal life, is having profits first implemented. Um, have a bank account. A lot of these banks can do this. You have it put it in three different bank uh, bank uh, bank accounts. Put all in, into one bank, and that, and then whenever you get paycheck, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever, it's automatically adjusted. So you don't even see the 10, 15% over here. You just see this amount that's actually there, and you'll be amazed at how your your, your brain starts. Um, um, just living off of that amount in that main account. And you don't even, and then all of a sudden after, after 10, you know, six, seven, 10 months, you start realizing, oh gosh, I have 40,000 over here. I have 50,000 over here, right? Um, and so that's one of the things I would recommend, one of the books that I would recommend that would just be, I think, uh, very, very beneficial for your, your audience at this point. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of, um, watch a lot of, you know, different, you know. Oh, and this is also one thing I would suggest when you're watching movies, watch inspirational movies. You guys should not be watching. You know, like it's you have to be intentional with this because you'll be amazed of, you know, if if you find someone that if you're watching the love movie that's that's cheating on their wife, those are just little seeds that are planting in your in your in your head. You don't need to see that stuff. If you're looking at you know Game of Thrones, you don't need to see that stuff, honestly. And I'm not just saying it through like just I just know it just from my own perspective. And then also like if you're watching horror movies and war, I mean all that stuff, it's like you just don't need to. Uh, Find inspirational movies, um, and, and you have to be radical with it. You have to be radical and just say, you know what, I, I choose not to. Um, you know, I, I just there's no point to it. It's not going to benefit you in the long run if you watch inspirational movies, true stories, things like that. That's going to help you and, and podcasts and stuff. But uh, you have to be radical with it. You do, you do. I, I think that's going to intentional. So, but yeah, uh, uh, Profits First would be an awesome book for for your audience. Gotcha, gotcha. Love it. That's actually one that's been on my reading list that I haven't gotten around to. So. Yeah, definitely get into it, man. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so I think you talked about this a little bit already, but what's one way you like to take care of yourself? Um, well, I, I enjoy working out, of course. Uh, now I'm not I'm not huge. I, I don't I don't do it to, to get big and massive. I do a lot of uh, working out. Uh, but one of the things I, I really really enjoy is um, so I've been doing a lot of this. I do a lot of podcasting, uh, but also I really enjoy um, doing docu series. So what do I mean by this is. Some people like to journal, and that's fine. I think that's that's really good. But one of the things I would suggest many of you is when you read something, you'll be amazed at how many people have not heard it, or maybe they had it a different interpretation of it. So let me explain. So when you read something, when you interpret something, when you learn something, put a video on. Now it doesn't. You don't have to go on Facebook Live. Just record it yourself, and you can keep it into your own doc, you know, documents, and you can keep it on your back end, your photo up, up in a, you know, the, the, the cloud or anything. And you don't have to share it with anybody. But what I would recommend doing is throughout the day, when you learn something, when you listen to something, when something resonates with you, just put it on your phone and just talk. 
say, hey guys, this is October 27th, 28th, uh, 2021. And one of the things I'm learning about is, you know, Timothy Douglas, he's, he's, he's incredible. He's really awesome. I love what he's, got, what he's got going on. He's been able to impact, you know, thousands upon thousands of people. And it's just been really awesome to see that and network with him and, and uh, you know, this and that. And, and just talk about one of the things I've learned. And one of the things I learned from him is he's got some really great questions and I want to be on his podcast again. So I want to make sure I'm, I'm on this podcast, you know, just talk. Because what's happening is that becomes a document. You're documenting your life. And you'll be amazed when you look back a year from now. Oh, wow. I remember when I was thinking that way. And then when you read Prophets First again, when you read uh, you know, another book again, right? You get a different point in life. And you're hitting different struggles. You're hitting different points, um, hopefully, because otherwise you're not growing. And that's that's what I would um, – that's what I, I think is, is, is very, very uh, imperative. Yeah, absolutely. That documenting, and I like the video aspect of it because a lot of people journal, but the video aspect yeah. of the documenting. What is one action step you can take right now or continue to take to keep moving towards your dreams? Um, these are some great questions. One of the things I would say is, is to take action would, um, I would literally, I, I would, this is what I would literally do. I would literally turn off Netflix. I would just get rid of Netflix, HBO. I, I was talking to one 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 of my acquaintance. They had HBO, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, and I'm thinking, what in the God's green? What what are you doing, dude? What do you you know? No wonder why you're sitting there with your finger up your butt. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> get rid of it, dude. That's what I would do. Honestly, you have to take radical. You know, I would just totally eliminate all of it. None of it's none of it is going to be adding value to you. And it's funny because, you know. You listen to a podcast and it's like, man, this is a long podcast. Oh my gosh. But then you watch a movie and it's an hour goes by like that. Oh, let's watch another one. Let's watch another one. Let's watch another one, you know? And all of a sudden, three hours in there. Guys, just listen to a podcast. Put it into 1.5 speed. Get through it. Learn it. I just to me, it's it's not that it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. So many people, they're just like they can't even get over themselves. You guys are the biggest hurdle for, you know. There's, there's many of you guys are very, very successful in what you do, which is awesome, right? Uh, you guys have good jobs, but you'll always be there. You know, you'll always be there unless, unless you have some, some plans. And I, I honestly, you know, stocks is, 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 is cool. Cryptocurrency is cool, but it's all you can't, th those things you really can't control too much. So well, what can you control? Well, you can control your business. You can control skills that you've acquired. You control, you know, certain services that you can provide for people, right? Uh, and scaling that. So, um, that's that's what, what that's one action that I would tell people is literally to, to feel a little bit of pain, eliminate all those right now, cancel them, you know, and you, you'll, you'll be amazed at how much time you just get back. You're like, oh, my gosh, I have so much time. Right. And that's one of the things that I always found so interesting. This is one of the things that I was actually talking to someone. He was he was in prison for 30 days and he said that was the best thing for my life because all the distractions, all the distractions were eliminated for me. And one of the things I tell people is be like prison almost. You know what I mean? Like just be like prison because all of a sudden, if you if all those distractions were eliminated, all the family events and all the things you have to go to were all eliminated, like that decision was already made for you because now you're in prison and you can't go and you can't watch TV. Well, what are you going to do with your time? Well, I guess I'm going to read, right? And he read and he read and he read. And over the next 30 days, he just kept reading. So that's what I would, I would highly suggest people is just like totally get rid of that because you'll be amazed at how much time you get back. All of a sudden you start having relation, you know, intentional conversation with your spouse and saying, what are your dreams, honey? You want to go to Bora Bora? How are we going to get there? Let's do this. Let's, let's, let's find a lifestyle that we want to live and let's find our jobs or our opportunities or businesses and have those things revolve around our lifestyle, not the other way around. And how many times do we revolve our life around our job? Oh, I got to go to work. I got to miss this event. I got to do that because I got to go to work, right? And instead of saying, hey, you know what? I want to be on the open sea. How do I revolve my life around the open sea? And now that's a better question because now you're sitting there going, okay, now it becomes more opportunistic, right? Then I don't want to be at one location at all times. I want to be traveling. Or maybe some of you guys just want to be having freedom with a lot of resources. Cool. How do you do that, right? What kind of lifestyle you want? I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Well, Timothy, I think the only thing that I would suggest with a lot of people is, is you know, you, you, so there were so many tasks, right, that, that I, I mentioned, right? There were so many things that I mentioned uh, that, that would be very, very important for a lot of people. And what I would say is 
you know, doing things on a daily basis, right? Um, I always like to say the when, because if, if you can control that day, you can't control a year. You can't control four months from now. You can't control 20 years from now, right? You can't control that. And things develop so quickly. So one of the things I always tell people is get your win in today, okay? Whatever that is. Hey, I went to the gym today. Wonderful. And don't miss two, right? Okay, I, I messed up yesterday, right? It, it, you know, have that, that flexibility. It's okay. I'm not going to get down. I'm not a failure. I'm not totally failed. It's okay. But don't miss two, right? Just keep going, right? If, if I don't go to work out, that's okay. Nobody's going to sue me. It's all right. So that's one of the biggest things I would tell people. And uh, man, uh, Timothy, I, I really just appreciate you just allowing me to be on. I uh, just love what you're doing. I love what we're talking about. And I think it's very, very important. Uh, again, people, you don't realize how much you can do in 10 years, uh, in five years. Uh, definitely in today's world, definitely. And I mean, you got some people that are 20 years old, making $20,000, $30,000 a month, and they're living life at the next level. And because they they sacrificed what they had to do then, now their, their life, their, their, their total family is going to be totally set up. And whether you're 21, whether 45, whether 60, whatever it may be, you know, start now, start today. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, after my dad is 75 years old, and this has been one of his dreams for the longest time. And we're doing it finally, right? It took a lot of encouragement, a lot of, you know, discussion, a lot of, you know, like, let's just do it, right? Uh, but he finally said, you know what, let's, let's make it happen. Let's do it. Let's, let's go. And, and we did. So, um, you know, here, that, that's that's one of the biggest things I, I would say. So, Tim, I really appreciate you uh, allowing me to be on, man. This is awesome stuff. Yeah, of course. And Christian, thank you for coming on. If you guys were listening to this and you liked what Christian had to say, connect with him. Also, if you know Alex Hermosi is his name. Hermosi, yep. Hermosi. Uh, make sure to connect Christian with Alex and let's just get those connections going, get that networking going and get off your butt, do something and don't ever miss two days in a row. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Christian, thank you for coming on. Send this episode to somebody who needs it. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.